You are listening to The Discovery Hour, a VIC radio production. Hello, everybody. I'm excited because this is a new episode of Discovery Hour, and I'm your host, one of your hosts. Sorry. Sam. Yay. And I'm another one of your hosts, Leo. The better host. Oh. No, let me oh. just close my door here so no one oh. hears me yelling about oh. music. Okay. Yeah, we like we like to yell a lot on this podcast, so headphone users beware. Be cautious. Take those things out. Just don't listen. <laughs> no, no. Just kidding. Let them listen. So have we, we encourage everyone to listen. Have we missed a week? Did that happen? We missed we missed two weeks. Um, oh my gosh. One week, one week I had surgery, so yes, we're good there. We're good there. We have now. an excuse. I'm good, good now. Here. And the other week we just weren't able to um, get a good time where we both were available. And that stuff happens, folks. It does happen. But we're back now. Yeah. Yeah. And we're gonna stay. We're gonna stay on schedule. We're gonna. Yeah. We're gonna try. <laughs> We we could do it. We're the best. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we can do it. So this is Discovery Hour. And today we're going to be discovering an album that came out today. No, wait. No, no. <laughs> no. Dang it. Usually we're so on point with them coming out today. When's this one? Yeah. Last week? Yeah, this album came out last week. Um, As you guys know, me and Sam like to do albums that come out the day of recording since we mm-hmm. record on Fridays but we weren't able to find any interesting albums that came out last this week yeah um, so we're sorry about that we tried. um if if <laughs> you have any really underground albums that we didn't find out about feel free to to send us a tweet at our discovery on twitter or mm-hmm. to comment on our Instagram or DM us on Instagram at Discovery Hour. Um, and let us know that we're doing a terrible job. We yeah, appreciate it. We do. We could always use the encouragement and the wise words. Exactly. But yeah, this, uh, this album was released on March 5th, actually. So it's last week. Um, and its name is Change of Scenery 2. By Quinn XCII, which is a Roman numeral for something. Uh, <laughs> it is. Yeah, it, it, yeah, it, it is. Um, <laughs> I'm checking now what it is, but I got it first. Ninety-two. Ninety-two by Quinn. So, ninety-two. I don't know if we if he prefers it to be said uh, like XCII or if he likes ninety-two, but I guess we'll probably interchange. Uh, yeah. During the episode, I'm just gonna say Queen X. Quinn XCII. Um, Quinn XCII. Yeah, I like also that. Also, the album is Change of Scenery II. Oh. Or or 2. That's true. You're right. I should have said, depends. we got to stay consistent, though. No, we don't. Yeah. Okay, we don't. It's our podcast. True. It's our yeah. VIC exclusive radio podcast. I love being exclusive. I love working for VIC. We're not being syndicated onto any other networks, and that that's because we're exclusive. We're exclusive. Ooh. Ooh. Even if they asked, we'd have to say no. 
Exactly. And they have asked. They have. A lot of people want to a lot of people want Discovery Hour on their network, but we say no. We're exclusive. VAC. Anyways. Uh, <laughs> I'm looking forward to this album. I just looking at the the cover. I recently watched Nomadland. I don't know. Did you watch Nomadland? Oh, uh, I still have to see it actually. I'm probably watching it tomorrow. All right. Well, this is no spoilers, but there's a house that looks kind of like that. And it was a good scene. Yeah. And it's pretty. And I like how this place looks on the water. Uh, and I, I, I suppose that's Quinn sitting outside on a little lawn chair. Perhaps. Yeah, Perhaps. the thing that's interesting about this album is that I've heard features from Quinn on stuff with like um, Louis the Child and I think Weethan as well, who are Weethan? both like EDM producers. Yeah, Weethan. Uh, it's we- like Weethan, but like with an A instead oh, of an I. I never but- um but yeah uh, i've heard uh, they're the two are like electronic music producer and i've heard quinn provide vocals on their songs and i've generally enjoyed it um but it is interesting because looking at this album cover i'm kind of expecting something kind of like the seamus fogarty record we listened to last season yeah um but knowing quinn's like features i'm wondering where is this gonna go is it going to be as folky and laid back as I'm expecting? Or is this just a misdirect? Um, but it would actually make sense if this were a different album for Quinn because the album title is Change of Scenery. So yeah, True, true. That would make a lot of sense. Number two. Number two. I don't know. Yeah, I kind of get a, an interesting vibe from it too. I don't exactly get like a folk vibe but like i could see this being a down-to-earth kind of i don't know i've never heard him before so i don't know if he raps or sings did you say that he sings uh, i think sings yeah i'm not entirely sure now but i think sings <laughs> well it just seems like we're gonna get some personal down-to-earth like poetry kind of lyrics over whatever he chooses i don't know but like the titles here my wife and two dogs we made this album in newport hey goodbye like it's like these seem like just kind of my wife things. My wife and two dogs. Ah, <laughs> oh, funny. <laughs> Sorry, couldn't resist. It's uh, all right. I couldn't either once you said it. Yeah. But um, yeah, I'm looking forward to to hear hearing him, seeing what he has. Yeah, if he I'm very he... curious about this album given Quinn's previous kind of track history. Um, 12 tracks, 34 minutes, which isn't that long. Normally when albums have over 10 tracks, they're very long, but yeah. 34 minutes, not that bad of a listen. Um, yeah, but th- the song titles sound very laid back and kind of simple and relaxed. Mm-hmm. That's kind of what I'm going into this expecting, a more kind of relaxing album. Um, yeah, me too. Definitely not something that's going to be like high concept and require a lot of effort to listen to not that not that everything has to be that way because i think a a lot of people when you say something like that they're going to be like oh i'm not going to listen to this album um it's nothing but but like that's fine i i think it, it you know music can be that as well so yes i'm excited to also 
Sorry. <laughs> Continue what you were saying. I didn't know you were. <laughs> you go ahead. You just screamed. Also, but go ahead. There you go. You're going to say something. I forgot important. what I was going to say because that was just so funny. I know what you're going to say. You're going to say, I'm looking forward to listening to the album. Yeah, I'm look yeah I am. <laughs> I have a thing. Exciting thing to share about oh? Queen. I figured out what XCII 92 is about. He was born May 6th, 1992. Oh. See that? So that's what that's all about. So there goes all the mystery in his name. Got it. And with that in mind, I think it's time for us to listen to this album, see what it's all about. Yep, I agree. Then let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do it, boys. Let's get it. Catch you guys on the other side. Change the scenery, Quinn X CII. 2021, 12 songs, 34 minutes. Let's go. And welcome back. Uh, if you listened along, that was Change of Scenery 2 by Quinn XCII. But uh, I think you should call him. I can't. Do the joke. You literally just texted me like, I have a really good joke to open it up with. I was like, go ahead. Yeah, go for it. And this is what you do. More like, more like Quinn XCII. <laughs> that's so bad that's so bad oh my god I think, oh my god the other thing about it is that it, uh, it's truly how I feel so this is less of a joke I, I, I mean fair, fair enough but also like that was a dad <laughs> joke that was a dad joke yeah that's my that's my style it's okay, okay. I got okay. it out and that's what matters fair enough fair hmm. enough um okay. Anyways. But yes, yeah, Sam and I both feel pretty much the same about this album. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um we both think it's very much I I I Not so the, not our favorite. Yeah, d- do you want to start or Sure, yeah, I'll start. Um you know, I came in, I was like this looks cool. This looks nice. The first two, three tracks, I liked, and I think I think you agree with me there that they were. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, I think the thing about this is looking at the song titles and then the cover, and then starting the album. It's a mm. serious vibe switch from what you're True. expecting, because this cover art to me, like I'm looking at, it, I'm like, this is a really sick photo, and it's communicating these very kind of folky and you know kind of contemplative and well thought songs as what i'm thinking and none of these songs are that um no, no. not a single one uh it, it, it's not it it's very barely folky um it's mostly edm focused i guess kind of like this edm style with like pop. guitars and hip hop at times, um, but yeah, I, I think uh, for the first kind of song, 
I'm you've piqued my curiosity. You know, I made this yeah. album in Newport. Not many lyrics to it. It's very kind of you know instrumental that kind of comes in waves, and I'm like, okay, this isn't what I'm expecting, but I'm fine with it. And then distracted youth starts, and um, and the instrumental is not bad. It's not a bad instrumental. I could actually, it, it like we talked about during these first three songs. This is like Gene Dawson, but mm-hmm. not as nuanced or as, <laughs> as clever cool. or as well produced or as cool That's, or yeah. good, right? Uh, first thought that came into my head, I was like, this sounds like Gene Dawson, but like it's just missing like a lot of not just one thing it's missing a lot of things yeah exactly um but like that distracted youth instrumental i'm kind of like i don't mind this um and i'm actually i kind of enjoyed the instrumental at times i was like the you know these guitar looks are kind of cool the drums are kind of cool um the lyrics immediately hit my ear the wrong way um and i'm just kind of like okay this is kind of tacky but yeah. i'm here with Sam, my friend, we're playing Smash for listening to this album. I'm not gonna lie, that's what we do while listening. Um, we play Smash, and but sometimes there's just one lyric or another that I just was brought entirely out of the experience because I was like, "This is laughably bad." Um, yeah, this album's reference to like drug and alcohol usage is just laughably laughable, honestly. Um, but you know, you're vibing to the second track. The third track starts and it's similar to the second one, but different enough that you can tell that this is a different song. Right. And yeah. again, it has these like cool, nice kind of guitar licks. It's, you can vibe to it. Um, there's some lyrics that again, you just kind of like, wait, <laughs> did I really just hear that on a song? Yeah. Um, this very cliche stuff, but. When you get to the fourth song, uh, this album just straight up becomes irredeemable. Yeah, um, yeah. where it breaks be- down. Because I, I think on song four, it, I, I honestly couldn't notice that there was a change between song three and four. And I'm not saying that in a cool transition kind of way. I'm saying this sounds pretty much like the same song with minimal variation. Yeah. That that definitely happened. It was just, it just changed like kind of quietly because the song doesn't really have a real end, and then it comes in with the same exact plucky guitars that are on the past like three tracks, and no change at all. Yeah, it was unfortunate. It was very unfortunate. And then hey goodbye, um, remind me again. Is that that one's the one that's like a bit more pianoy? And like depressing, or is or is Honestly. that just at Doris Terrace? No, that's Doris Terrace. Doris Terrace is the one that was trying to be deep, but oh yeah, still just had the same exact like carefree sound. Yeah, I mean, it started off a little heavier, and we were like, maybe this one's gonna be special in some way. Um, but no, the lyrics were the same amount of like bad, yeah. and it didn't get anywhere like thematically because it just kind of, you know. The vibes. It's all about the vibes. Yeah, I've I'm I'm listening to Hey Goodbye now and again it's it's also not that different from SOS. It's SOS is probably the worst one of the worst songs on the album, but Hey Goodbye yeah. it's pretty much the same. It's again like didn't like just super plucky guitars and you know, 
the drums are actually really well mixed. I'll, I will give this album that. Um, there's oh, some yeah. songs that yeah. the drums are like hitting exactly where they're mm-hmm. supposed to hit, and I'm like, this is actually good. Um, no, it's but then the lyrics like- come in, and the little the, the, like that guitar will haunt my <laughs> dreams because like it's okay on one or two songs, but every single song. Yeah, it started um, out. I was like, I heard that guitar and the lyrics. And I was like, this is, you know, this is fun. Like, I'm, this is making me feel happy. It's reminding me of the spring and the summer. And, you know, I tried to just like let it all slide. Like, this guy, at least he can really create a good vibe. But then when SOS came on, um, it kind of destroyed that. And then it turned into Hey Goodbye, which is like the same song as SOS with like a little difference on the chorus. And I realized that this is just what this album is going to be. And there was no saving it from that. It's just like a well-produced, like pop, like really strongly, just poppy and overly happy for no reason. And the guy thinks he's saying like really interesting things, but yeah, it comes out bad. Like I don't know, maybe he is, and he just needs to work on how to say them. Yeah, but um, I, I mean, yeah. this this album lyrically and even instrumentally, it lacks so much substance. It, yeah it it definitely i feel like you could play this album at like a i don't know forever 21 or something um actually no, i'm definitely. not gonna i'm not gonna do forever 21 that disservice they they had got better <laughs> picks than this but i feel like just a generic really bright glossy store um yeah not because i'm not gonna name names or anything uh because i got no vendetta against any company specifically but all of them. just just you could play this at a store and i swear no one would be like hey this is a good song i want to listen to this again <laughs> but also yeah. no one would be like oh god this is terrible turn it off because they're shopping they're not paying any attention to what's yeah. going on and if you don't listen to what he's saying it's just like i don't know slightly enjoyable like when we were playing smash it, this album really yeah. slipped slipped by like it went by fast and it went by really fast. Yeah, we, there were just a few moments. The few moments that stood out didn't stand out for any good reason, and that's like the the best description I can come up with. This album, it just kind of like is in the background, and it's not doing anything that's special. And then the special things are not good. Yeah. Like I think like, I don't I'm, know. I'm 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 gonna push back on that sentiment just a little bit because I do want to give credit where credit is due. Um. Hey, good. I feel like from SOS to stay next to me, just pain. It's just <laughs> bad. It's hard to it's hard to listen to. Yeah. Um, especially Doris Terrace, um, because it's just trying so hard to be deep and profound, but it's just stupid. It is literally just stupid. Um, people give Billie Eilish a lot of um, I can't swear. Um, Black. Yeah, they give her a lot of flack, and usually she's the topic of jokes like, ooh, I'm 14 and this is deep. I've listened to her debut album so many times, and I can put my foot down and say, that slap, that was a good album. Mm -hmm. And uh, did she have stuff to say on some of the tracks? Yeah, but some of them she just fully embraces. This is pop, and this is fun, and she goes crazy with it, and it's great. This album is I'm 14 and this is deep. <laughs> Doris Terrace is I'm 14 and this is deep. Yeah. Um, but 
this was supposed to be a positive comment and I just I went off the rails. Um, but Mexico City is um, a breath of fresh air. Yeah, because like song. when it starts, the production is actually probably one of the best produced songs on on here. It's actually kind of interesting. But then the lyrics start, and you start with this really just strange and shallow political talk about like yeah, that was interesting. She was a Democrat, and I'm like, what are you talking about? And then, then it just drops that theme completely, and it's like, let's move to Mexico because I love you, and I'm like, yeah, sure, fine, whatever. Um, that's we're gonna yeah, get drunk. Okay. We're gonna party. Yeah, that was yeah, fun uh, yeah. It was it was kind of fun, uh, but when the plucky guitars come in, I'm like, okay, here <laughs> we go again. Um, and I'm gonna talk about uh, the last song. Look how far we've come at the very end of it. There's some kind of more electronic experimentation. And I'm yeah. like, where has this been for the entire album? Because one thing, again, this album isn't poorly produced or anything, but it's just the lack of variety makes it painful. Yeah. Because you have track one, an intro, and you're like, okay, cool. Track two, plucky guitar. And you're like, all right. Track <laughs> nice. three, plucky guitar, but like with different drum. And you're like, okay. And then track four, it's plucky guitar. Track five, plucky guitar. And then guitar. track six is the bad lyrics. It's just <laughs> more bad lyrics, but now with the piano instrumental. And then <sighs> if this album had more variety in instrument in instrumentation and just composition organization, it could have been good. Because Quinn XCII, while not the best vocalist, and far from the best lyricist, mm -hmm. if there were enough going on instrumentally, I know that Quinn XCII can dance around it because I've listened to Quinn on features before, and it's mm -hmm. so much better than any song presented on here. Any yeah. of them. It just, he doesn't really experiment on his own stuff which is kind of what i was expecting since you said that you've heard him featured before like i expected maybe you'd be surprised because i didn't hear him before but it was all just kind of the same thing the only times we saw experimentation were at the end of the album and at the very beginning there was something interesting with that first track it was like what's going on here and then once distracted youth came on i was like all right this this could be a solid album still like this isn't as experimental or different but it ended up just going downhill and you know just tropes of like banger club music like it wasn't very exciting or challenging in any way it reminds me of uh i think i said this while we were listening to it but the closest comparison what kept popping in my head was vin diesel's two songs oh that, yeah it sounds to me exactly like the same style of production the same lyrics the lyrics I are very similar I think um, you said that around like either feel something or during Mexico City. I'm not sure. It might have but... been Mexico City because Mexico City has those vibes. I like like I enjoy listening to Vin Diesel's music. Maybe it's because it's him and it's funny. But I enjoy uh, listening to it. Same as I, I enjoy listening to Mexico City. I I cannot. I, I I'm gonna be honest. I don't enjoy listening to Vin Diesel's music. Um, that might funny. be a hot yeah. take. I mean, it can be funny. It can be funny, but that's the thing. I wasn't really coming into this thinking like, "Oh, okay, no. this is made. This is an album made by Vin Diesel." 
someone who clearly exactly. doesn't know what they're doing and has the emotional depth of a kiddie pool, right? Mm-hmm. It's not Jesus. I just went in on Vin Diesel. I feel kind of bad, but he's done some he's done some questionable things. Yeah, yeah. Um, exactly. I don't need to feel bad for Vin Diesel. He's rich. No. I'm not. Piss off. Yeah, that's. Uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, that's not what I was expecting from this. I feel like I can listen to Vin Diesel and have a fun time because I'm making fun of a millionaire who doesn't know what he's doing. This, I'm just kind of like, why? Like, I don't. What? It, mm-hmm. I don't know. It's the same kind of you thought this was good reaction that I get when listening to Vin Diesel, but I'm not laughing at it. I just feel bad. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It, it's different when, you know, I think my least favorite song is track seven, Stay Next to Me, because with a lot of these songs, like he falls flat, but it seems like he's trying to get somewhere, like feel something. He's like talking about, I don't know, maybe he's struggling with like suicidal thoughts. I can't tell. One of the lyrics is, "I will, I will jump off the skyscraper just to feel something." Yeah, yeah, that, that made that me knocked us stop off laughing because it just came out of nowhere. I yeah. like, I, I, obviously, suicide isn't funny, depression isn't funny, but it was just such a kind of bubbly and kind of plucky song, and then just out of nowhere, uh, yeah, yeah, I'm gonna jump off this building to feel. And I'm like, what? Whoa. Like what? It came out of nowhere. Just nowhere. Um, yeah, but, but yeah, my point is, to me is, sorry, go ahead. My point about that was, feel something. At least he's like coming from somewhere. He's trying to say something. But stay next to me is my least favorite, just because it's not like it's a song about dancing, and he's like, let's dance together, and I like dancing with you, and like songs like that are fine for clubs and stuff, but this one lacks anything like i don't know my wife and two dogs attracted you these they seem like they're trying to get somewhere and this song is such the opposite of that but that's what the whole album really adds up to in the end that's like defining the album yeah that's the thing i i think it i think it's somewhat difficult to succeed at making a simple song about a simple idea but a lot of artists are able to pull it off. I'm not expecting every song I listen to to be, you know, super complex and rich with lyrics. Like, I yep. listen to hyperpop for crying out loud. I'm not expecting anything too deep, you know? Mm-hmm. You can sing about anything on a hyperpop song, and I'll be like, hell yeah, because it's, <laughs> it's fully committing. I feel like this doesn't know what to commit to, even. Yeah. I feel like it's commi- it's committing to the idea of being mediocre. Um, that that's what it is. Um, yep. Stay next to me. Stay next to me is probably one of the worst songs on the album, but it encapsulates it so well because it's not saying anything, like you said. Uh, the instrumental is what you'll mostly be hearing on this album. You'll mostly be hearing that kind of sound on every single song. Um, and I'm gonna be honest, the feature Chelsea Cutler terrible just, just as bad as terrible you. just yeah. so but like quinn already isn't the best and chelsea cutler just sounds like someone like you said i'm actually can you say the thing because i don't want to steal it from you what about her that you being said a about tiktok artist yeah or like rupee car of the no i i, I <laughs> i'm gonna i'm not gonna get into that but 
Just check out but, her song title. You don't know what I mean, listeners. But anyway. yeah, yeah, fair enough. But just the way she delivers her vocals and even just her lyrics, it's kind of like that one person you knew in high school who didn't do singing or theater or anything like that, but they just thought they had a good voice and they kept singing really loudly and obnoxiously. Like, you know, when you're doing car karaoke with your friends and stuff and the song's playing, everyone's singing, and then that one person just actually tries hard and kind of ruins the vibe for everyone. Way that, hard. that, that, that's what it is. Um, you know, Chelsea has, she's the 292nd most listened to artist on Spotify in the world. Is that high? I I think so, but um, if I if I curse, I'll get fired. So <laughs> I'm just not gonna say anything. Yeah, she's uh, I I've never heard of her before, but yeah, I mean she's she's right up there with Quinn in terms of just not really bringing much to the table. Other than I mean Quinn's got a lot actually. I don't know much about Chelsea. I haven't heard her original stuff, but here she doesn't bring anything. This is weird. Um, the other artist featured on this album, uh, Jeremy Zucker, if you click on his, his songs are the same ones oh. as Chelsea oh, Cutler's. Are they related? They have, a, they have a they have an album together or like a EP. I can't it's wait to not months. listen to that ever. We should do a, we should do a whole episode on it. No. It's this Please, year. God. I guess she's on the come up. No, it's 2020. No, it's Which 2021. One? Oh, you're talking yeah. about Brent too. I thought that, you were talking about their think... album. Which? Oh, they have an album together. Wait, I think like they an do. entire album. I'm I'm double checking. Oh no, they don't. Never mind. They both just released an album in 2020, but their top this... five songs are all the same. Which yeah, is interesting. I guess people like the. Uh... I guess like the collabs. Uh... I guess. But these are the songs I'm saying sound like Ruby Howard poems, like Brooklyn Boy, The Stars. The the titles, not the songs themselves. Let's not. I've never heard the song, so I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, but. Also, this is insane because this song that we're talking about, which is the one to us, the worst one, 23 million listens, dude. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. 23 million. These songs are popular. We don't this talk enough. One million. Oh my gosh. Who's listening to this and why? This is the thing. Okay, AJR. I'm sorry if you're listening to this podcast and you're like AJR. You're I wrong, despise by AJR. the way. <laughs> this you're to wrong. me is like AJR. But the, the thing is, these songs, like, they kind of, I don't know. They're made well. They, they sound like they should be good songs. But they don't bring anything other than that sound to the table that's interesting or or good i don't know i feel bad yeah. now i i feel bad because uh, i know how much effort it takes to write a song produce a song make an album even i've never done that um and and it's it's very difficult but like i can't not hate this i can't i can't not hate this his bio has a quote it looks like it was posted by him a refreshing glimpse of what monotonous pop music can become that's in by his bio the, by lunchables. lunchables what's he going on here legs by 
Okay, these are fake. Um, what are they're the almost so they're, they're almost funny. They're satirical. I don't. Did I get it? But wise beyond his years. That's one of the quotes from Delta Airlines. Yeah. Well, but the monotonous pop music—that's you know—that's on the notes. Maybe he has some self-awareness. I suppose. I don't know. I have no idea. Oh, we got off. Self-awareness. Self-awareness doesn't fix the issues this album has. No. You can't make a bad I mean, album and then say, "Haha, my album is bad." No, you can. You can make an, a bad album as satire, but it needs to be satirizing something, and the satire needs to be clear that it's satire. This just sounds bad. I, no, I don't think it makes this album any better, but I'm interested in this guy now. Maybe he's just, you know, capitalizing. Anyways. Maybe. Uh, so with this album, what is your what is your final score? We don't do that I, here. I need a score from you. We don't do that either, here. Either light or strong or decent. Okay, so we're just copying Fantano. All right. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm giving this a light to decent two out of ten. Two? Two. Yeah. Oh, is that what you said? Yeah, I, yeah light I to agree. decent two. I agree. All right. Oh, yeah. Well, anyways. That was best. Change of Scenery 2 by Quinn XCII. Quinn 92. Quinn 92. Change of Scenery II by Quinn XCII. Um, I, now I'm drained. I don't know I'm how I'm going to go about my day. Drain gang. Right? Drain. We should. We should review a Blade D song whenever we have the time. Yeah, we actually should. Okay. All right. All right. We're going to go do that. We're going to go. We're going to go. We're going to go. And you're okay. going to go. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for joining us on another episode of Discovery Hour, a VIC exclusive radio podcast. That's us, and we'll see you next week with another discovery. Baba Booey.